Yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 193 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, and you're going to have to well, be... That's not, that's not right, what? is it? Isn't it 195? 195? What did I say? Did I say 191? Well, it's 193, I think you said. Oh, really? Oh, God. Okay, I'm all over the place. I'm reading off an old script. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, the reason I'm all over the place is I'm full of the cold. So bear with me today. Forgive me if I sound super nasally. Um, the voice you just heard there was Brody. Ah, hello. And the voice you're about to hear now is James. <laughs> yep, it's me. Your good friend. <laughs> Back. I think, uh, I think like post-Pax Pox is definitely settling in. I feel like we're all a bit kind of lethargic today. Um, but regardless, how was your time at Pax, James? Yeah, mine was all right. I only got like a day, so I didn't do like the whole weekend. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't know if I would go by myself. I don't know. Like, cause what I, the reason I say that is like I had a lot of fun with my group, uh-huh. um, but I don't know if I would have had as much fun if I was just like solo, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, the people I was with really made it. Um, in terms of the actual like... I guess, what, what do we call it? Do we call it content? <laughs> like, what was, like, being shown? Like, the... Sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like, the stuff on the exhibition floor, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, like, I'm obviously, like, not as much of a community person as some people. Like, I was really just there for the games. Um, uh-huh. And then I was, like, a little bit disappointed that I didn't even get to play a few things because, obviously, the Lions were, like, one and a half to two hours long, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, they, some of them were crazy uh, long. Like Final Fantasy, me and some of my mates wanted seven, to play um, Avengers, both. Oh yeah, yeah, like two one and a half to two hours long. Um, you could book them through the app, but then like as soon as they went up, they were all gone somehow. Um, yeah, even Doom, like I didn't even. They were like, oh, everything's been booked, and I was like, oh. We even great. tried to go and play some of the new, um, the new expansion for Hollow Knight, and the queue for that oh, was so long they actually capped it. Yeah, yep. the Nintendo booth. They capped the line. Even, so it was like, every time we went over there, like, we're sorry, we're not letting anyone else queue up. And was, mate, I wanted to me. get a photo with Mario and Luigi, and they were like, sorry, the line's been capped. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, I'm a grown man who wants to get a photo of Mario. What's the problem? She's like, they need a break. I was I like, guess, no, they don't. I guess <laughs> they're in pretty high demand. Yeah. Um, I'm fairly sure, because I hate to break it to you, James, there were probably people in costume. Oh, um, shit. And I'm fairly sure there's rules about, like, if you work in the costume-wearing at events industry, there's only so long you can be in the costume at once like, before you have I to get out I understand that, of but I wanted a photo. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I get that. definitely more important. Maybe when they open this Nintendo world or something, we can go and yeah. get a picture. Even, even like, <laughs> Biomutant, which is, like, the most randomest game ever, that had a, a huge freaking line when I was there. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I just want to yeah. play something. And I got to play a few things, but... Nothing I super wanted to play, you know? Yeah. I was pretty content just, like, watching over people's shoulders as they play games. So, that frustrates me. I'm not that kind of person. (laughs) Right. Okay. I went over and just, like, watched people play SpongeBob, and I was like, oh, this is enough for me. Oh, yeah. I did say SpongeBob. I did think of you, Ewan, when I saw SpongeBob. (laughs) I was like, oh, Oh, it's the Ewan game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What about yourself, Brody? What did you get out of PAX? Um, I didn't really get to see too much of, like, the show floor and stuff. Obviously, I rocked up late on the Friday, um, uh-huh. so we sort of just did our panel and then got out of there. But on Saturday, what, I rocked what up... What happened to your panel, Brody? Oh, me and Shannon were uh, crowned the uh, undisputed OPG pod uh, Mario Tennis Open champions uh, with little work to be done, really. I, 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 I did nothing. 
Yeah, I can't like exaggerate enough, like how much you guys just whacked the competition. It was like a it was dominant pretty. Display. It was pretty bad. I feel really bad for uh, Matt Tilby who uh, put the panel on because Shannon just broke it. Like he just, you know, you saw it. You saw it. He he rushed the net as Bowser and just yeah. nothing got past. It was disgusting. Yeah, Shannon was dominant. Like it was just scary to watch. Yeah, it and was that really, was having really... spent most of the afternoon at the bar as well. Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty impressive. But apparently, from all reports. No one else had really played the game, so yeah, I think yeah. I think he was he was well trained. Um, aside from that, like yeah, I didn't I didn't really see a lot of games uh, that much, but it was good to like I met a lot of people and got to like sort of put a lot of names to faces of people that I know on Twitter and stuff like that, which was cool. Yeah. So I kind of liked that sort of uh, aspect of it. Um, yeah, that's always good. But man, the, the, on the Saturday, the crowds, man, there were so many people. Yeah, I didn't rock up until later in the day on the Saturday, and I'm sort of it thankful was wild. I did. Like I, was, I probably got there maybe just before twelve. And yeah, it right. was it was it was full on. Yeah, the Saturdays always insane. Um, yeah. did, did you actually get to play anything, James? Was there anything that was a, a standout? Um, well, I didn't get to play anything I wanted, but I played some stuff. Like I got to play um, Medieval Neo. Um, oh yeah, uh, Dark Genesis. Oh, and yeah. I think that's it. Um. Right. Did you was, did you play any of the indie games at all? No, I didn't. Um, because we we got there and my group wanted to do the Zelda pin adventure, <laughs> so, oh, okay, so yeah, yeah. we were pretty like intent on getting all those. Um, yeah. <laughs> and a few of our group had to leave that day as well, so we had to like you know get on that as soon as possible. Um, so yeah, I was a little bit, I guess, held back a bit. Um, no indie stuff. Oh no, I did get to, what was oh, what was it called? There was something. It was really good too. It was like a collection <laughs> of mini games, and like, uh-huh. like the first one is you have to like run through. Um, oh, this is so painful. Do you know, it's like a whole bunch of mini games, kind of like Mario Party, but it's like that. You know that Japanese okay. game show? Um, I think like MXC. No, Takeshi's Taik- oh. Castle or. Oh, that, yeah, that's MXC, oh, sort of, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, was yeah. Like a, it was like an indie game that was kind of like, it was a whole bunch of stuff like that. So one of them was like, you have to control your character and like run through. Um, I can't remember the name. I'm really annoyed because it was really fun. <laughs> um, and it's like a battle royale. So like, the idea is, is like 100 people get put into this mini game. And then, oh, yeah, do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? I know oh. what you mean. Fall, fall is, Guys. Is it, yeah, is this yeah, the Devolver one? Fall, fall Guys? Yeah, the yeah. Fall Guys, whatever I it is. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was great fun. I, yeah, I, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Yeah, that was like amazing. That was really that does look really like a lot of fun. Yeah. That game, yeah, I got to play that with like a big group, and that was amazing. Really enjoyed that. Um, nice. I can't even remember what platforms it's coming to, but it's one to watch. <laughs> yeah, cool. here it just it just says PlayStation Four on Windows. Yeah, but I feel like it's I feel like it's made for the Switch. Really, if it's based on what I've if seen, it's an it's online having, like big not, one. Not like, I don't know, but yeah, I loved that. Yeah, that was great. Um, nice. But that's that's it. Uh, yeah, this one I've not had the chance to play, I think, but every time I see it, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, I was trying to find the name of a of a indie game that I had played. I've got the list here, and I'm not going to spot it, but it was like you kind of... It was like a sports kind of game combination as well, where you play as these blocks, and there's like um, kind of like a Nidhogg style sort of one, and there's like a volleyball game in there as well, and one where you have to just like try and crush your opponents, but you always play as these rectangular blocks. Um, and that was a really good sort of fun party game. I'll try and I'll look, try and find the name of that because I I hate not being able to remember it. Um, I also checked out a bit of Dead Static Drive, which was, is still coming along nicely. Sorry, I'm just looking at the uh, thing now. Was it Wrestle Dunk Sports? Yes, that was the one. Yeah, Wrestle Dunk Sports. Yeah, well done. 
uh yeah that was a lot of fun that game um uh broken roads also looks really interesting that was one that i had a chat to the dev about it's like a sort of uh fallout kind of rpg set within an australian dystopia uh sort of wasteland very mad max-esque that's got this really interesting morality system where it's like rather than being a linear you're good or bad it's actually like a spin wheel and you kind of rotate around the wheel based on your actions and it kind of limits the options available so it kind of keeps you true to your character arc um Yeah, well, it's really cool, but I was like, dude, this sounds, like, super complicated. I would feel bad to be a designer on this project. <laughs> um, I saw, I saw the, a game that I remember uh, I remember seeing at, like, the PAX 2013. Oh, yeah. And, like, they're, they're still making their game, yeah. It's um, a little, uh, little indie platformer called Little Reaper, I think it's called. Okay, right. Yeah, it's pretty cute. It's, 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 they're it's, still ticking yeah. along come a long way from the first time i saw it and uh i think they said they're shooting for like release later this year so they're pretty yeah they're pretty much there all right so that's well, pretty good cool. on them good yeah. on them sticking that out um the only like triple a sort of thing i played was uh, doom i don't know if you guys got a chance to play that at all no i wanted to no but, you know i managed to manage to sneak behind the scenes to play that um and Ooh. it was awesome i really enjoyed it um, well, but nice. as you guys know i'm a I'm a big Doom fan, um, and this looked to be just more of what I love, and it sure enough it was. Um, I actually like they. I was surprised that the demo that they had there was longer than the time that they had allocated, so I couldn't actually play it to completion. I wonder if um, you played the same demo as I did at uh, maybe, Gamescom. Maybe. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I'm trying to remember the specifics of it. Ah, oh, we can talk about that another time. Uh, Brody, <laughs> what would you like to talk about today? Um. Uh, in a sort of uh, a week where I haven't really seen too much game news, I'll sort of point to the thing that I found most bizarre and most interesting, and it's the uh-huh. fact that uh, Shannon Nolsey Knoll is going to be the captain of an esports team. In, oh, uh, this is the topic I thought you were going to talk about. In a in a very strange. Oh, what did you think I was going to talk about? <laughs> I thought I thought we were going to talk about games of the decade, but Shannon Knoll playing uh, in esports is. Oh, we, we, we can just touch on Nolsey for a quick second, and then maybe touch on the games of the decade. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, just uh, just a really weird career pivot for old Nolsey. Uh, he's uh, created his own esports team called the Motley Squad. They're uh, <laughs> they're, they're uh, you know dancing right on the uh, the fringe of copyright infringement there, but that's all right. Um, and they're uh, competing in November's Lenovo's League of Champions. So I don't think they've said what they're playing necessarily, though. Um, being that uh, has I believe his name is he's a member of Phase Clan. He's training them to do battle. <laughs> uh, apparently, everyone seems to be thinking that it's going to be CS:GO or uh, battle uh, like PUBG. So um, that'll be pretty yeah. interesting. And uh, I'm pretty sure I read on another site that um, he's going to be recruiting uh, celebrities. So uh, you know, get on board. It's going to be a must-watch event. What uh, what what sort of D-list uh, celebrities can you expect uh, Nolsey to rope in? I'm I'm pretty much expecting it's going to be like the the cast of The Masked Singer, probably. I was about to say <laughs> Paulini, definitely. Um, <laughs> Paulini. Yeah. yeah, like which which Australian Idol rejects is he going to yeah. uh, pull off the bench? Rob Mills, Paulini. Um, well, we know they've got we, they've got the time. Guy Sebastian's too famous now. He can't. He's way too, he's yeah. way too big. He's like Eurovision <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> I really only watched the first few uh, Australian Idols, so I don't even know who's. Uh, I, it's, uh, it's, yeah, not, no, it's, it's not still going, is it? Yeah, uh, no, I'm sure it's no. being rebooted at some point. I'd like to see them come up against the entire cast of Kath and Kim. I think that'd be brilliant. <laughs> oh yeah, like like in in character or yeah, yeah. oh yeah, in character, hundred percent in character. <laughs> It'd be amazing if he got like Russell Coit on board or something like that. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? So like Kim I as was, a shoutcaster. 
Oh, gosh. oh goodness! <laughs> I was so tripped out because, like, I I got into the show floor at PAX early on the Friday, and I was walking past and I'd see Shannon Knoll. I was like, well, at least I thought I saw Shannon Knoll, and I sort of did a double take and I texted you guys a picture, and I was like, is this Shannon Knoll? And he was like setting it up to do like some sort of interview, and I thought, oh, maybe maybe it is. And then sure enough, like five minutes later, the press release came out saying that he'd fucking started this esports team or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. Sure, here we go. This is day one of PAX. <laughs> it's such a situation that lent, it, lent itself to uh, like memes as well and like puns. Uh, like I, I was trying. That's like, 100% I was, why they've done it. Like, like I was, I was putting like the article up and I was like, Shannon, what's a good, what's a good Facebook caption? And he's like, What about me sports? <laughs> and I was like, And I was like, Yeah, all right, fair play, fair play. <laughs> Writes itself. I mean, the uh, the dis- like the sad reality of this team though, obviously, is going to be that they only ever come second. Like they're never going to get a win, are they? Well, that's right. That's that's the nature of Nolsey. <laughs> Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about Shadow Knoll anymore, or no? No, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Lead us into this uh, game of the generation discussion. Well, you know, Shadow Knoll is—he's uh, he, a, he he's a once in a generation singer. He's a once in a generation singer, that's for sure. Um, and we should we should talk about some once in a generation games because it's coming to the end of a decade, uh, and it's this sort of time of year when people start talking about their favorite game of the last 10 years um which i realize is a pretty tough ask and we've not given james any prep for this week's episode so i'm tempted to just like throw to him first but brody what what to help him out what should we consider when discussing the top 10 games of the generation yeah i don't know It's it's a very loaded sort of question and uh you gotta take a lot of things like if it's if you're trying to think about it objectively like what uh, are the games that are relevant culturally? Then, you know, you go to your Red Deads and your Witcher 3s and stuff like that. But for me, subjectively, like, those aren't going to be the same games. So, like, mm-hmm. I think... But I, th- I think I'd rather read lists like that from people who, like, really, you know, niche games and obscure games and consider them to be their best games of the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. So those so are the you, lists... You'd rather read the subjective lists. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like they're going to be more interesting and... Uh, less sort of pandering to the masses, as it were. Like, because if right. I see like more lists that you know list Breath of the Wild as the best game the of the last generation, of us. and then The Last of Us, God <laughs> of War, Uncharted Two, like you know, I'm just going to get sick of reading the same things over again. But you know, if I see someone on Twitter saying that you know like Hotline Miami is up there for them, then I'm going to be like, yeah, that's my boy or girl, you know. So I think I'm more into those sort of lists personally. Yeah. That makes sense. What would be on your subjective list then? Uh, I won't go into ten because I no, haven't had enough time to think do, about it. Let's I'll do go three. three. I'll go three. three. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I reckon it'd probably be Hotline Miami. Uh huh. I'd probably say Destiny. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to count Destiny two and Destiny as sort of one thing because it's you know game as a service. Yeah, that's fair enough. And uh, ooh, I'm trying to think of when these games came out that I'm thinking of. I think. Bioshock 1 was like 2007 or something, so that's yeah. that's that's too early. I think Ooh. Infinite would count. Yeah, but Infinite wasn't as good. Um, no. I'm going to take a punt on something like... Ooh. Yeah, I said Portal 2 earlier when we were talking about it, and I've, as a knee-jerk, I'm just going to go with that, but if I thought about it, I'm sure that wouldn't be my game. Yeah. I don't know. Look yeah, back it's me. a tough one. It's <laughs> a tough one. What about you, tough. James? Have you got any ideas? Um, this is the worst topic to have with like, I literally have just walked into my house after a day of work, but 
Um, <laughs> oh, fuck, I don't know. Like, I was going to say Mass Effect, but I don't since think Mass Effect was... Do you know, Mass actually, do you know what... also 2007, I think. Yeah, do you know yeah. what is a good one um, that no one else will probably say? Um, I actually think oh, the course. reboot of Hitman was really good. Oh, yeah. And it's, like... Oh, yeah. And its sequel is really good, too, obviously. Um, you could really... I mean, you could put them together and say they're the same game, really. Um, yeah. I just think... That's a good shout. It's, a, it's like... It took everything that they kind of tried with Absolution that worked and then, like, wasn't kind of afraid to, like, dump the shit and then bring back the good stuff from the older games. And it's just, like, this really cool sandbox that no there's not really any other game that's like it um the only thing i can think of that's kind of close would be the dishonored games um but even then they're so different in terms of the way that it's all scripted with hitman like you genuinely feel like you're an assassin in an open world sandbox and lets you do whatever you want um so yeah i think hitman is a really good one um, and obviously, like, I'd love for more people to buy it, but I'm sure it's doing fine, because, <laughs> like, uh-huh. I think IO just signed another deal for another game with Warner Brothers, so they must have been happy. Yeah. Um, the other one, oh, so hard. Like, I want to go back a bit further, but I can't remember what's actually, I'll just leave like it, to, in the look, early I'll just leave 2010s. it, yeah, I'll just leave it to, like, this gen, I guess. Um, uh, apparently, apparently Mass Effect 2 was 2010, so I'm going to bump Portal 2 and put that in. Yeah, but that's that was not as good. Mass Effect 2? I like Mass Effect 2 more than the others, though, so... Yeah. I liked it more than one, personally. I played that game for, like, 48 hours straight, almost. I played all of them for a long time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I played I played all of them for a long time. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, those games are a sink. I tried playing Mass Effect 2. Couldn't really get into when it. When did Dead Space come out? Fault. Dead Space was 2008, I reckon. Dead Space... Yeah, Dead Space 1 was 2008. So, Dead Space 2. Well, now we're talking. Dead Space Space 2, 2011. All right. I bumped Mass Effect 2 for Dead Space 2. Man, I love Dead Space 2. I'm not here. Um, When did Alan Wake come out? I've been thinking about my my list a bit. Um, Yeah, I feel like there's a few games that you could sort of give shout-outs in terms of, like, as Brody mentioned, like, the cultural significance of it and how they sort of changed the, the gaming landscape. Um, I think like something like Grand Theft Auto Five in the way that it was just like this massively successful entertainment release, like one of the most successful uh, in history, um, deserves acknowledgement. Um, I think Minecraft as well. Although I'm trying to think when Minecraft officially came out, like when it was first launched, it maybe isn't really. I don't think it doesn't have a release date remember. on <laughs> on uh, uh, 2011. 2011. Okay. All right, cool. I feel like it was definitely the most pervasive in the last 10 years. Um, But the impact that that's had on the industry as well and just introducing, I don't know, younger generations into games as well and kind of teaching them these these systems because it's it's obviously used in, like, educational ways as well. So I think that's a really interesting game. Um, I'd hate to, like, say it, but I think, like, Fortnite and Pokemon Go kind of deserve some sort of acknowledgement too for having this massive mainstream appeal and thrusting video games into the limelight and fueling all of these 
kind of important discussions. Um, I think Pokemon Go is interesting as well in that it kind of drove people back to mobile gaming a little bit. There was kind of like skepticism with mobile games. I know I was certainly kind of skeptical, but it's kind of opened my eyes to, to actually playing games on my phone and my iPad a lot more. Um, but in my mind, like my sort of three games, I think would maybe beat The Last of Us, obviously. Um, mm. I throw Skyrim and The Witcher 3 in there too. I think like, uh, like fancy RPGs. What did I just RPGs say, Ewan? Just- what did I just say? What you and you and your big triple A and nothing? I was just saying about triple A. I mean, I mean to be fair though, I would also be really tempted to throw in Hotline like Miami, as you said. This is one of my favorite games, one that I've actually replayed, which is pretty rare for me to ever replay games. Um, I'd also want to throw Firewatch and Gone Home into the mix too. I think yeah, Firewatch was really there. good. It's very yeah. like memorable. Actually, I'm, so, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't say uh, Firewatch. Yeah, I mean Firewatch is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, yeah, you know maybe Watch, maybe Firewatch does deserve to be there. Yeah, oh, but, but what gets bumped? Uh, the Last I'd of Us. The Last of Us. Oh. <laughs> Fuck off! No, <laughs> the Last of Us is getting bumped. Not until the, the last at the end of the day comes out. <laughs> I'll say at, at the end of 2020 when we actually do these lists. Actually, do we do them at the end of 2020 or the end of this year? It would be the end of this year. That's why we're discussing it now. Oh yeah, okay. No. I was just trying to work out how decades work. Calm down, James. Um, can you see any games still coming out this year to have a chance of making it on this list? No. Nah. <laughs> Do you want me to think about it? Because I could just say no with a delay. No, if you want. I, no, I, <laughs> I agree. I don't think anything will. No. I mean, Death Stranding, maybe? No. Nah. Could it? No. Okay, hard no. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, like, I don't know, like a Resident Evil game comes out. <laughs> no. Nah. Def- nah, definitely not. I don't know. It's a weird year. It, I've always said that, though. You know? Yeah. Maybe yeah. Doom, but obviously that's not happening now. So. Yeah. Yeah, true. This is yeah. Very, the best game in the next decade. Very rude. I, mean, I feel like the game of the year conversation is going to be interesting because I feel like I thought there was going to be a good chance that for me it was going to be Doom Eternal and now I've got no idea what it's going to be. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm leaning towards to Control and Apex Legends at the moment. Yeah, I Control think. and Resident Evil 2, like if we're just talking this year, probably my two yeah. my two favourites, I guess. I'm, I'm going to have to pick up Resident Evil 2 before the year's out and make sure I play that game because yeah, well, I feel like that's one I've... You like told me really you'd do that like seven months ago. I know, I know. I feel like out of all the games I've told you that I was going to do that to, the Resident Evil 2 has got the most likelihood of that happening. So you admit that there's everything no likelihood else, of the other ones happening. Everything else, maybe not. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, Brody, we're uh, we're running a little long, so I feel like it's time for a round of What the Wiki. Uh, a reminder that What the Wiki is the StarCast Game Show, where the host reads part of a Wikipedia page from an unknown game, and you, the contestants, must guess the game as the winner of last, not last week's, but the last time we played it. Um, Brody is going to be taking over the hosting duties this week. Um, admittedly, I'm not kind of sure where we're up to score-wise. I need to check in with uh, the official What the Wiki keeper of the score at JB Penning over on Twitter. Give me a sec. I should be able to, I should be able to load it here. I believe uh, James is on eight. Yeah, so James is on eight. Brody is on seven. Steven's on five. I'm on two. And Shannon is on one. So really good opportunity for James to extend out his lead here. Let's be honest, because uh, I'm not backing a lot of points this season. Um, but take <laughs> so it away, Brody. The here's, game three, is all yours. here's three versions of The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm being a bit... Uh, of a cheat this week because I've uh, I couldn't be bothered formatting it, so I'm just reading them straight from the Wikipedia page. Oh, wow. so I've just, just got to be very very careful about the way I read things. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to flip from paragraph to paragraph. Okay, okay. this one is uh, thanks to Jamie. He uh, on like three minutes notice, he managed to get this to me, so he's a good dude. What a legend. Okay, the gameplay of Blank is a marked departure from that of its predecessor. 
Combat, for instance, is much more complex with additions in the form of abilities to lay traps and aim and throw ranged weapons. The protagonist, Blank, has an improved offensive and defensive arsenal with a wider range of melee and ranged uh, uh, weapons, armor, bombs, traps, and secondary weapons such as hatchets and shovels. It's a really boring uh, intro. Okay. Uh, Blank includes a stealth mode in certain parts of the game where players must remain undetected as they make their way to a certain objective. Uh, let's see, get back up here. Uh, the game is an action role-playing hack-and-slash video game developed by CD Projekt Red. James? But James. Oh, is it The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt? It's not The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. That's Ewan. disappointing. Ewan. Is it The Witcher <laughs> 2? I'm going to need the uh, subtitle there. Oh, was it like... Oh, fuck, what was it? I mean, look, I'll probably give it to you. I want to say, like, because... Reign of Kings or something no, like that. No, because I know the fucking subtitle, so just let you do- take it away from you. <laughs> he, he said The uh, Witcher 2. So it's, oh, it's, wait, it's, no, it's Something it's, of Kings, isn't it? Something of Kings. Yeah, you do know that much. Assassins? Was it Assassins of Kings? It was Assassins of Kings. Yeah, Fuck cool. yes! Awesome! <laughs> Come on, James. We have to take it to three. Let's uh, <laughs> let him have it. Let him have it. All right. So Ewan has one point. One more, and well, he'll win. But we'll see how we go. Okay. I'm surprised James effed that up because I'm fairly sure you said it was the, it's unlike its predecessor. I thought it was and like so Harvest Moon or something. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like shovels and Harvest Moon. I don't know. Oh yeah, true, true, true. All right. Uh, this one is a uh, multiplayer online battle arena video game. Uh, the game follows a freemium model and is supported by microtransactions. Mm-hmm. And the game was inspired by Warcraft 3 The Frozen Throne mod, Defense of the Ancients. Uh, in the oh. game, players assume the role of an unseen summoner that controls a champion with unique... Oh, uh, Ewan. No. Ewan? Is it League of Legends? It is League of Legends. Yeah! <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Points! <laughs> oh. Wowee. I honestly did not see that coming. I mean, I just figured that you were leaning into the news this week with, uh, with Riot Games doing all the, the talking and new game announcements. Yeah, yeah. A little League of Legends like to, and stuff. I like to lean into the news, yeah. Got my, wow. my ear to the ground. What can I say? Well, wait, well done. Thank you. Uh, and with that, let's bring them to what was episode 195 yep. of the Sidecast. <laughs> Subscribe to us on Podcast One or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au. Join the conversation with hashtag the Startcast and visit the site at press.com.au. We've been joined today by James. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. It's A-T-J-A-M-Z. Um, yeah. Uh, and also <laughs> joining us today and doing a bang-up job hosting the Startcast was Brody. Uh, thank you. You're only saying that because you won. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. And I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. I am now on three points, trailing behind Stephen on four, Brody on five. No, that's an old one. I'm reading the wrong one. Ewan on three points, Stephen on five, Brody on seven, James on eight. Um, I've kept you in contention there, Brody. I've kept you in contention. I appreciate it. Thank you. Not really escalating much myself. You, you caught James on the back foot. He only just got home. He's, this, you is, know, this is true. He was out of his element. He'll get me back next week. <laughs> this is true. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at you and underscore Roxborough. But until next time, happy gaming. See you. Bye.